You are listening to the Four Corners podcast with Lenny Marcus. You are listening to the Four Corners podcast with Lenny Marcus. You are listening to the Four Corners podcast with Lenny Marcus. You are listening to the Four Corners podcast with Lenny Marcus. You are listening to the Four Corners podcast with Lenny Marcus. Welcome to the Four Corners Podcast with Lenny Marcus. Joining me today, as always, is my co-host, Neil Potter. you got to put some gravy on that. Four topics, 15 minutes each. We're just killing time. Kill it with us. Our Gmail, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram is the number 4C Podcast. Subscribe on iTunes. Listen to us on the Laugh Button Network, the Laugh Button Com. Today's guest is a multi-talented, award-winning everything, originally from Warren, Ohio. He's a radio host. He's a musician with a new album coming out in late 2021. He's also an actor, producer, and comedian. He's created shows and actual channels for Sirius Radio. He has interviewed over a thousand huge celebrities, from George Lucas to John Wall to Blake Lively to Jennifer Lawrence to LeBron James to the Muppets. He's broadcasted <laughs> from NASCAR events to Super Bowls to huge soccer events. He's won Webby Awards. Currently, he's the head of audio slash podcast at Yahoo News, but his two biggest credits are, one, creating the theme song for Superstar Talent, and two, being a dad to Luna, one of Bertie's classmates, not necessarily in that order. Please say hi to Mark Says Hi himself. It's Mark Seaman. What's going on, guys? Well, that was the first quarter. <laughs> that was a long one for us, but we try and give good intros, and that's what we do. I'm just happy you threw in the Superstar Talent Agency, because I got to tell you, I, I was just cleaning an old computer, and I found that. You found that? Yeah, yeah. Amazing. I found all this old music I made for you. I get, we could talk about it later, but... Um, oh, man. Thank you so God, much that for doing so that. was so long ago. Yeah, what, what year was that? That's like 2006, oh, and we're, uh, we're trying to bring that back and oh, sell it again. I got to re-record it. I got to yeah. make yeah, it all yeah, super I want awesome. the band. Yeah. yeah like you if got we, that's the that's the theme song i will go to the death for that song you know <laughs> okay. for sure um i thought i was busy man you run a department at yahoo and you're in a bad my lord like yeah the, it's uh yeah so i i'm well, the type of i can't sit still right? right i don't know what to do myself if i sit still if if i have a not even a day off but if i have an hour off yeah. i just look at the clock and think about all the things i could do in that hour yeah. and then i don't wow. do anything and then i'm like oh my god i just lost 45 minutes and i could have done this 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 and Shit. so i just have to just be doing something just moving yeah, at all yeah. times yeah i mean uh, you don't you don't move to new york city to be lazy right no, that's for <laughs> sure. You can't. Too much money. You know what's funny? My father-in-law <laughs> was here point. this weekend. He goes, uh, he couldn't believe that he he finally dawned on him after all these years that uh, he's like, there's no fat people here. I'm like, yeah, because they move. So right. he actually charted his Fitbit this weekend and he had over 10,000 steps, which we all try and get every day, like 10,000 steps. And his usual one when he was at home, 800. <laughs> I mean, this guy, we put him, he's probably sleeping for a week uh, yeah. right now. So his like Fitbit was just like smoking. Yeah. It was just like, oh my God, this thing, it's like yeah. melted on off of his hand. Probably. It was ridiculous. Yeah. All right. Warren, Ohio. What yes. was it like growing up in the Midwest? Oh, wow. Warren, Ohio. That's well, Midwest. That's it. It is super Midwest. Yeah. It's about as Midwest as you can get. Uh, although Warren, Ohio, home to some pretty cool people. I was born in the same hospital as Dave Grohl. All right. Grohl, Nirvana. Big of fan of mine, by the way. Yeah. Fighters. Is he really? We did the last, the, my last Letterman appearance. Yep. Dave Grohl did a red. 
presidency. Don't even get me started. And Neil, Neil has a horrible, <laughs> another horrible get, story about meeting almost, a celebrity and then getting blown off. Almost my best friend. Uh, <laughs> you blew it, didn't you? He's I about, don't meet your heroes. Right? You I always know, blow it. It's very rare you pull it off. <laughs> well, he was, and, you know, Nat, Neil was chatting him up, and then he got cock blocked by another friend of mine oh, in the green room. But so, so this this was my secret sauce to meet Dave. All right, so I made a T-shirt that said, "I'm from Warren, Ohio. How about you?" Ah, and, and when he walked into Sirius, I was just I just happened to be standing there <laughs> at the front desk and he saw it and he goes, what? And so <laughs> then we just so talked good. and then everybody yelled at me the whole time. The part, everyone was so pissed because they had very limited time with Dave yeah. and I took like 15 minutes uh. away and you're not going to tell Dave to stop talking <laughs> oh, to a hometown guy. That's right. So yeah, anyway. Wow. Dave offered me, uh, came into the green room, offered everybody beers. He had a beer from a cooler in the back. He goes, yeah, here, have a beer. We open the beer. We take the picture and he's like, I, and then everybody goes, he doesn't drink, right? Yeah. And then Dave took away my beer and left. <laughs> <laughs> That's my Dave girl. Um, well, it's great. Warren, Ohio. It's fun. Um, Seaman, very fun name growing up as a boy, huh? Yeah. So, all right, I'll give you, this is, this is the quintessential, <laughs> well, there's two quintessential Seaman stories Uh-oh. for me growing up as a kid, right? Let's do it. The first one, sixth grade. Now I went to a Catholic school. I didn't go to public school to begin my, my life career. Right. I don't know why my parents sent me to Catholic school. So, uh, it was sex ed class day. Right at the Catholic school, oh, which is already no. kind of weird, <laughs> yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, not yeah, as cool yeah. as it is at the public school, <laughs> so I've heard. So we get in there, and these two doctors come in the room, and they're like, uh, Sarah, we understand there's a Mark Seaman here. Oh, no. A Mark Seaman. <laughs> and of course, me, I'm like excited. I'm like, yeah, what I win, you know? And I'm like, oh, wait, these are doctors. Yeah. Wait, am I getting like, is this the notice? Do I got 10 days to live? What's oh, going on? No. So they pull me aside. Like, all right, look, we're going to show this video on TV, and uh, well, you're going to be on TV. And I was like, even better. This is good. They're like, no, no, it's not what you're thinking. They explain it to me and I'm like, all right, I can handle it. I can do it. Sure enough. As soon as it comes on TV, I just start bawling. My eyes are crying. Everyone's pointing at me, laughing. Oh, Parents God. had to come pick me up from school. God, and then just for the rest of my life, it's semen all over the hallway, semen all over the locker, <laughs> semen all over the book. Semen all... So that Sixth was Sixth grade. Sixth grade. grade. Ah. Then uh, I switched to public school for high school. Yeah. And I'm thinking, all right, great. Clean slate. Yeah. You know, I've already been playing with most of these kids in all the sports leagues around town. This is going to be fine. So I, I was a pretty good soccer player. I was a freshman on varsity. I started. We played this team for whatever reason. <laughs> the only team in the county who, who would do play-by-play over the loudspeaker <laughs> at a high school soccer game. Who First of all, who's doing who allowed this, right? Nobody. Yeah. So this, I, I steal the ball off a kid, and this, I can hear it as if it ha- it's happening <laughs> right now. I, I play center midfield. I steal the ball off a kid, and I just hear... Semen all over the ball. Blah, 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 blah. Echoes forever. Brand new school. This is like the first week. And I'm like, here it is. Semen all over the locker. Semen oh, yeah, all over yeah, the yeah. ball. I'm like, oh my God. Do the tears yeah, just automatically start every it. time you hear the name? I don't have any left. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You don't I have got any my left. tear ducts surgically removed. They're gone. Oh my god! But anyway, so that's uh, you know it's been a long childhood. Yeah, yeah, that's a torture. But you meet somebody and they never forget your name, and you know it's good. It's a good icebreaker. It's a good icebreaker. You know what's funny for for forever? The irony of this is, I know it's Mark, and it's just Mark says hi. Like your name is Mark says hi. I'm like, you know the guy Mark says hi, and they're all like, yeah. So nobody, there you go. Your last name disappeared in my head for a long time. And I'm like, oh yeah, it's that. We'll bring it back. Well, for that's him. cool. Yeah. So Mark, Mark says hi. This is this is real quick how that started. I, my best friend Matt Wolcott. Matt, if you're out there, love you, man. Miss you. Uh, his mom was really hot. His mom was, and everybody knew it, right? So we we had a sleepover birthday party at his place, 
Uh, like oh, no, no, no. Every, this was every weekend. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> this was a sleepover birthday party at somebody else's house. I'm sorry. But his mom had called him because he had to take medication and his mom was just reminding him, hey, make sure you don't forget, whatever. And I was like, hey, who's on the phone? He said, oh, it's my, it's my mom. I was like, hey, tell your mom Mark says hi. Right? As a joke. Just stuck. Never went just away. Stuck. Mark says hi. That's it. And what grade was that? Oh, geez. Uh, maybe fifth grade. All right. So grade? you yeah, had happy is, times and yeah, crying yeah, yeah, times. Yeah. This is weird. They didn't have to come get you after that one. <laughs> no, but um, I wasn't allowed back at his house. So, uh, yeah. You also were a great athlete growing up. You yeah, know? I played, uh, I, I got a full ride uh, playing soccer in college, academic and, and oh, athletic, wow. and uh, had a very unfortunate, I broke my collarbone. My, playing uh, my soccer? Freshman, yeah, playing soccer. Nasty slide tackle from behind. You were the one right guy. right the ground, snapped, sticking out. Really oh, gross. my yeah. God. Yeah, you were the brutal. actual one guy on the ground in soccer crying, and, and it was real? <laughs> and it was legit. <laughs> 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 Absolutely. No, I didn't like to flop. I didn't. I man, gosh, I hate players like that. It's so yeah. frustrating. It just like ruins the game. You the forget about it. Games. And then I watch the World, World Cup every four years and you see that. And it's like, oh, yeah. Now I remember why I hate this. <laughs> right. And it's it's just first of all, it's just embarrassing. Right. It's like embarrassing for the sport. You're embarrassing your country. Like if there's so much on the line and these guys, I mean, they make millions of dollars. Yeah. And just flopping around. But you would come back and play as a kid. And I'm imagining you playing on these traveling teams, whatever. And then you walk in the house, I guess, do your homework and then write to the drum kit. Yeah. Oh, so amazing. So my dad was a drummer and, uh, but he had a very, um, good and bad experience with playing music. One of his bandmates, unfortunately had had killed himself, committed suicide. And he was like, I don't want my kid near a band he just i don't want mm. that experience you know plus drugs alcohol all that stuff right was his name kurt cobain <laughs> <laughs> i have a really my dad had me when he was eight yeah, so, <laughs> um no and uh, and he just didn't want to point me in that direction even though they had me start piano at like age four or whatever so i was like already around music but i wanted to be a drummer so bad and he was just like no and he got so upset and anytime i tried to touch his drum set he used to it was, oh wow sorry dad he used to not be nice to me oh wow and uh, and i get in lots of trouble uh, but i wanted to do it so bad and my mom was so awesome she said look if you can find a drum kit i'll help you hide it and and we'll we'll figure this out so my soccer teammate was selling his drum set and he was selling it to me for like 500 bucks, which, you know, when you're a kid, that's like a million dollars. And I had to sign this handwritten contract that I was going to pay for it in full. And I'd be giving him installments. And he lived down the street from my grandma. So we did that. My mom had me do chores and I paid off the drum set. And I'd bring it home. I'd rush home from school, get home about 2.30, set it up, play as much as I could. And then my dad would get home from work at 4 and I'd already have it packed up and hidden. Oh, my and I did God. This, I did Holy this for like shit. three years. Wait, Holy but yeah, yeah. did you take shit. lessons? No, never took a lesson. Just self-taught. So you could fit. You figured out how to yeah, use, yeah. and it was just, just inherent. Uh, in my blood, oh I guess. My but God. yeah, I used to in school. I stopped paying attention. You know, I took pens Holy and pencils, shit. started tapping around. And just, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Were you a good student? I was a good student. Yeah, she's looking at this guy. Do you still do that if, if you perform live? Do you still take them down real quick when you're done? I'm the fastest roadie. Yeah, I'm the fastest striker in the West. Holy shit! That drums is hard to hide. First of all, doesn't everybody hear it and and like? No yes. one rat you oh, out. It was we had this. Uh, we had this. Uh, um, this. This black family lived across the street, right? Yeah. Only black family in the neighborhood, and his name was Mr. Roland. Rest in peace. Love that guy. Yeah. <laughs> and I was in a funk band, and we would play, and it would be so loud, even though we were in the basement. And we'd come out, he'd be mowing the lawn, he'd turn off his lawnmower, and he goes. 
Sounding thick today, boys. Sounding nice <laughs> and thick. And I just be like, yes. Yes, Mr. Roland. Yes. That guy was so cool, man. But yeah, the whole neighborhood could hear it, but they didn't care. Oh, okay. Yeah. So when did your father figure this out? So, oh, man, when he figured it out, it was bad news. <laughs> bad news. I had a friend over, and and he was like, play drums, play drums. So I was playing to Weezer. So, you know, something we threw a CD on, I was playing along to, and they were just like, oh, this is so fun. And then we'd take turns didn't realize it was four o'clock and oh, my dad no. came home and he looks and he goes sam leave and he just told my friend like get out and then just he uh, i mean i don't want to i'll tell you off mike what happened yeah. but it was it was oh, not nice oh, wow. wait so your dad and played in bands he did yeah my so dad he would actually, do gigs i would guess right he would gig all the time and um and uh, my dad used to backpack through Europe. Super cool dude. Had a yeah. motorcycle. But uh, he played. He played with that band, the Turtles, for a while. Yeah. Like, yeah. And so it, oh my he, God. he had a good run, man. He had a real yeah. cool thing. And it wasn't until I became, you know, we called successful, where right. I was getting paid to play music. And he heard it, and he was like, "This is legit. Like, I respect what you're doing. You know, good oh, for wow. you." So that's how it goes. Yeah, yeah. So where did you go to college after this? I went to amazing childhood. Two different colleges. So I got a soccer scholarship to Geneva College in Beaver Falls, Pennsylvania, home to Joe Namath. Uh -huh. There's a private NAIA school. We got ranked all the way up to I think like fifth or fourth in the nation. We we're a pretty good team. And uh, then I broke my collarbone and I transferred to Youngstown State University okay. where I uh, fizzled out and decided to move to Atlanta with my band I was playing in at the oh, time. Shit. So okay. I stopped going to school and and just followed my dream. I figured wow. I can always go back to school, but very rare do you get an opportunity to tour and play music for Amazing. a living. So. Wait, Youngstown State, didn't your brother go to Youngstown State? No, he went to Cutstown. 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 Same thing. They just, uh, you know, yeah. same degree, same All in that world, in that Pennsylvania sports world. So how does this take you to New York? So I, while I was in Atlanta, um, I was playing in a couple bands because drums are, drummers are like unicorns, right? For Nobody wants to carry it around. You need like yeah. a van, not a car to get the gigs. It's right. a big pain in the butt. And, uh, and I was playing a band called Fountains of Wayne. In, uh -huh. in uh, the smoothie shop I was working in, and some guy <laughs> just came and goes, oh, my God, Fountains of Wayne, do you like them? And I was like, do I like them? I love these guys. <laughs> he goes, well, do you play music? And I was like, yeah, I'm a drummer. He goes, oh, my God, this is amazing. Do you want to come play music with me? I didn't even know the guy. I was like, yep. And, uh, and sure enough, we met up, and his dad owned a hair salon in New York City in the 40s and had a rent-controlled apartment that he was going to leave because he was retiring. And he's like, do you guys want to move to New York City and take over this apartment so we don't lose it? And I was like, Absolutely. <laughs> Tribeca, two bedroom apartment, Holy paid 250 shit. bucks. Oh my God. Covered parking, all utilities, what? 25 foot balcony overlooking the Hudson. Can you still get it? Yeah. And, no, <laughs> no, no, because then 9 11 happened. Oh. Area got rezoned. Oh. Everybody got kicked out. Oh. Now the apartment was $4,000. Yeah. And I was yeah. like, to the couch <laughs> of my friend. Yes. Oh, wow. But that's how I wound up in New York, yeah. That's so cool. you really came to New York just to play music? Just to play music. Wow. I was so poor. I literally had five, ten bucks. What year is this? Like this 90s. is uh, 99, two, yeah, 99, 2000. And, okay. um, and I used to go down to the uh, uh, food emporium that was below our apartment uh, down in Tribeca. And I would go at 1030 because that's when they'd bag up all the breaded goods. Yeah. All the old ones that were going to go bad and they'd sell them for 10 cents. So I'd go and just buy a bunch of oh, those shit. and I'd steal the condiment packets. And that's, I just, I ate rotten bagels with like relish on it oh, for like shit. two years. You were in a <laughs> band. <laughs> Wait, where were you playing around the city? Yeah. All over? Yeah, all over, you know, uh, all the clubs. Oh, I mean, wow. and most of them don't exist anymore, right? And you're trying so to get signed? Ago. Yeah, just trying to get signed. We had, we had a bunch 
bunch of looks. And then, you know, once you're in one band, people see you play, Hey, we need a drummer. Okay, great. And I was in like five bands before I knew it. And that's like, <laughs> I was just PAing for TV and movies and, and playing drums at night, pushing Incredible. my drum set around the city on a uh, dolly. Oh my <laughs> Lord. All right. Before we get to get to the serious second corner, um, is there a dream gig you have? You've done all this stuff, serious and music. And when it, is there a dream gig where I go, Mark? Here's a ton of dough. What do you want to do? Make, create. What is it? There's two. Can okay. I can I pick yeah. two or does it have to be? Nah. Okay, two. Play by play announcer for Chicago Cubs. Okay. Or a public address announcer. I'll even take that. Oh wow, that's funny. Yeah, yeah. We had Colin uh, Cosell in here. Oh cool. You yeah. know him? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I, I know of him. Yeah, I don't know yeah. him, but uh, yeah, I did. Uh, PA announcing for AA baseball it was a blast, like for oh, the Indians. Cool. Uh, and uh, so that'd be great. But the dream, dream job would be the drummer for Weird Al Yankovic. Ah. And here's why you get to play every single kind of music. Right. It's comedy, so everybody's having fun. Right. And I could walk in this room and no one would have a clue who I am. <laughs> Do you it's the best of all the worlds. Wow. You, wait, yeah. but you know Weird Al. Did you ever tell him that dream? I did. Oh, I, even wrote, a, I even wrote a song about it, like ah. how it'd be the greatest thing. And he was just like, oh, that's so cool. But, you know, my guy's kind of settled. I was like, I get it. <laughs> and, I, and I met John, uh, John Bermuda Schwartz is his name. And he's a super nice guy. Great Bermuda photographer, Schwartz. too. Can't we, can't we do two drummers in the band? Some bands have two drummers. P pull like a rusted root. I'm yeah. trying to think of all the bands. <laughs> I've seen that before. Yeah, know. yeah. Not that many. Yeah. I just, I just saw, right. uh, like, Billy Gibbons did it. He's got, he had two oh, drummers. That's right. Yeah. He does, too. Yeah. There you go. All right, that's let's cool. move on. Wait, where's my... Oh, that was weak. Let's do another one. There it is. All right. The next corner we're going to do is Sirius Radio. So somehow while you're doing these gigs, you land this job at Sirius Radio. I did, yeah. So I was uh, not. I was on break from, from touring, mm -hmm. and I needed to get a job so I could pay the rent. And Rather like, than the PA jobs aren't Yeah, the well, they were fine. But I was, I was like, you know what? I should probably start to think about getting a real job. Right. You know, and I dream of radio. And I went around to every radio station. I just walked in. You know, I, when you when you're not from New York and you move to New York, your confidence level is like you're naive. You, right. You yeah. don't understand how everything works. You just go and do right because you're on a mission. Right. And so I just walked into radio stations like, yeah. So I'm gonna work here and uh, I'm gonna do really <laughs> great. And you're gonna re you regret passing on me. You know all that. And I couldn't get anything. And uh, finally, uh, my wife says, hey, there's this job fair at the Mets at, at uh, Shea Stadium where you go and they have a bunch of like people there set up ESPN, you know, whatever. I went. I Wait, talked. you're married at this point? No, no. Oh, okay. I dated my wife dating. forever. forever. Yeah, okay. yeah. We, we got together in like 2004. We oh, got okay. married in like 2012. Okay, so this is around two, early. Yeah, this is early. Okay. This is like 04, I right. think, when we went to this Mets job yep. fair. And I was like, oh, well, free tickets if you sign up for the job fair. I'm going <laughs> to the Met game. Fine. Really? That's cool. Yeah, okay. yeah. So I went and I talked to all the tables. Nobody gave me the light of day. I really pushed for ESPN because that's the dream as a broadcaster. You know, you want to go work for ESPN. They were just like, oh, yeah, blah, blah, blah. They, they brushed me off. And my wife goes, well, what about this thing over here? It's called Cyrus or Sirius. <laughs> and nobody was at the table. And, and I was so depressed because nobody was giving me the time of day. Walked over there. And uh, I was just making the lady work in their lab. And she's like, oh, my God, you'd be perfect for the comedy department. We need, we need some comedy interns. And I was like, comedy interns? Yeah, we got comedy channels over there. I'm like, who has comedy? This isn't a thing. <laughs> and she's like, we do. And I was like, sign me up. So I did, and my second day as an intern, Chuck Barris, the original host of The yeah, Gong Show, yeah, yeah, yeah. was doing a big show in our fishbowl studio, and they were looking for people to perform. And I was like, oh my God, I'll do it. And they're, and my boss is like, no, 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 you're an intern, you're not allowed in the air or whatever. 
Then my boss left. I came back down to watch the show and they go, you still want to do it? I was like, do I want to do it? Sure. Of course I want to do it. So I went in, I played a song called special delivery and it's all about growing up with the name semen uh-huh. and they loved it. <laughs> I got second place, but all the callers were calling in and saying, oh, it's bullshit. You know, Mark should have won, you know. <laughs> so the show, the Radio Chick Show, I don't know if you uh-huh, remember the Radio Chick her, Show. Yeah. Uh, had me on the next day as a guest. Now my boss is fuming. And he's like, <laughs> Jesus, now he's going on the air, whatever. So I went in and a 15-minute interview turned into like two and a half hours. And then they fought to hire me. And we worked it out with HR that I would fulfill my internship and then also be a contract worker on this radio show answering phones. Amazing. And then when that ran out, it was right when Howard was leaving. Uh, or I'm sorry, Howard was coming over oh, right. and the radio chick was leaving to replace. Yeah, Because who, who filled in for uh, uh, Howard after he left? Who took over to take the hit? Mm, Van Halen. Uh, lead oh, singer yeah. Van Halen. David Lee Roth. Uh, yeah, David Lee Roth. And, but the radio chick show was going over there and, uh, and I had to make a decision, go with the radio chick or my boss finally came around. I was like, you want a full-time gig? Mm. And so I said, I'll give it a shot. Let's do this serious thing. And then the rest is history. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. yeah Cause I then mean, it just blows up. Yeah. Yeah. It blew, it blew what up. show were you working on when I met you? So, so I so, walk in there in about 2006 because Brewer had a show with Corielli. Yes, but Brewer then Unleashed. I don't think there was four quotas with Steve Hofstetter was a thing. Do you remember know. that? I so I was thinking about this, Lenny, because we talked about this in the street when we ran into each other. I think I met you before that. So I used to answer phones at Gotham Comedy Club back when it was oh, on 22nd Street. Okay, yeah. And I feel like someone tipped you off. That I was a musician and you and needed, needed the music. You need superstar talent. And also you were making fake iMac commercials. Do you remember that? Yes, and I had we to, did. We and I had to play piano music that was really <laughs> close to that, like do 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 whatever. Right. That's right. And we, I just remember that skinny boy or whatever was yeah, your hey, yeah. skinny boy. Amazing. So I, I did mean, all that in my bedroom. And I'm yeah. like, this guy's doing it. And then I maybe I saw you at Sirius. I'm like, he's everywhere. Yeah, yeah. Then you eventually came up at Sirius. I saw you at some point, and then I started hosting shows. Oh my and Lord. do you still have that perfect approach to life? Like you just kind of let it take you? Absolutely. There's no point in trying too hard. I gotta learn. You can't, from you that. can't I try. Gotta learn from the harder that. you try, the harder you fail, man. That's that's the way I yeah, take it. I, and 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 you can't like I could give two craps what anybody thinks about me yeah. at the end of the day. And I think there's maybe one person on planet Earth we. Didn't get along. Yeah. Yeah. And you're still like, cause you're just those, like, everybody's different, but know? those things pop up all the time where you can see them and you, but you just take them. Most people are like, no, I'm going to go home and think about it. Yeah. Can't do that. To destroy everything. I think <laughs> with, with, it took me till like 50, but I started saying yes to some of these things, you know, rather than I'm not writing for Conan. I'm not writing sure. for that. You know what I mean? What did I you pass? Them. What's your, what I, mean, I pass on? Yeah. Is there some big, See well, that could I have mean, been planted that you're still. I mean, who knows what Misery Loves Company would have done if mm-hmm. I could have dealt with Kevin Brennan? We could have been huge, right? You know, but you know, I can't. You know, nobody can deal with Kevin Brennan. So, what are you gonna do? But, he was offered the role of Steve Carell's role in The Office, and he said no to it. I got a couple <laughs> offers joking. back in the day to like go to L.A. Would you ever move to L.A. to blank right for I this can't show? See you right ever. for this show? Are you like anti-L.A. or I'm not anti-L.A. Like... because I go there a lot now, but yeah, he's almost bi-coastal now. No, Neil likes to say that. It's uh, he is. Don't let him lie to dude, you. Dude, uh-huh. every time I'm there, I'm like, oh, God. 
I want to like it. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? It's cool for like two days, and yeah. then the second you land back in New York City and see a biker flip off a cab, and you're like, I'm home, baby, I'm home. I can't Not even it that. Yeah. It's like, it's just a big suburb. If the weather wasn't good, I claim LA would be the worst town in America. You know what I mean? It's just... Plus just the traffic. I've never owned a car in my life. I could not imagine being in LA and just being stuck. Like, Try to, You talk to any people out there? I mean, they are soft as butter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're swimming around in their backyard pools yeah. all day. They're so so soft. Wake up at 10, close up shop at 3 because the yeah. East Coast is closed. I mean, what are their three-hour work days out there? It's crazy. If I go like this, hey! They start crying. It's just... Uh, <laughs> do you, do Neil, you know, tell you, we've yeah. had... We were on a set it's just a where weird people life. just like, you can't talk to me like that. Yeah, talk you to you like, what? Yeah. Like, that, like, like I just like, did. Like this is important? Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. it yeah, is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Do you find yourself when you go to places like that... Uh, you catch yourself like um, you're on a street and there's only one car coming. You're like, I still got to cross before they do. Right. Yeah. You know, you're just like, <laughs> I got to make it. And you do. And you're like, what are you doing? Dude, you're going to die. It's, but it's just in your DNA. In LA, right? they don't want you to, they, you can't jaywalk. They go, they'll give you a ticket. I like, I dare them. I will. Yeah. I'll, they'll, I'm going to get arrested. Cause I'd be screaming just at the pull cop. Out your New York street license, oh my God, street walking I, license. Yeah. <laughs> just, I just be screaming. Out, are you out of your fucking mind? Right. Like, what are you talking about? You know? Um, let's talk about a couple of these people you've interviewed, which is amazing. Mel Brooks, sure. Zoe Chanel, Kevin Cosner, Ricky Gervais. Do you ever get intimidated by any of these people? Um, was there anybody you sat across like, oh boy. So the only time I get intimidated is if I had a celebrity crush on somebody. Well, Blake Lively is pretty hot. Because How did that go? Especially one that you had as a kid. Okay. Right? Because okay. in your mind... You still see them that way. Right. You always will. Because right. that's just how they're ingrained in your memory. So that's always kind of tricky because you're like, you want to play it cool, but you don't want to like, you can't fan out or let them know right. that stuff. You just have to be a normal human. You figure, hey, they're coming on my show. We're already on level playing field, right? Yeah. This is, we're just humans. Yeah. But when you actually kind of like somebody and then they walk in the room oh. and then you're like, oh my God, it really, like, <laughs> like this solidifies everything. Then you do the interview, like... Am I married? You know, you're not questioning if you're like, you're like I got All right, three weeks till it? the wedding. I got three <laughs> weeks till the wedding. Um, well, I got a really funny story about that. So I I liked Zoe Deschanel a lot, right? Mm. Just a big fan. Yeah. That was, uh, she's a cutie. Yeah. And like, she's a musician. Total musician. Oh, boy. And, uh -oh. and a bunch of cool stuff. I mean, she's in Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy yeah. movie, my favorite book. But anyway, we met, we hit it off, whatever. Totally crushed hard. Went home, wrote a song about it, put it on my <laughs> album. My my wife heard the song and go and got really it got upset. Yeah, got yeah, really yeah. upset. She definitely knew who this was about. Yeah. So like five minutes later, wrote a song about my wife being like the greatest <laughs> oh, thing man. on the face of the earth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're both on the album, right? right. So to this day, my wife can't. She can't. She can't what, what's the name of the song? If she sees Zoe in a movie or something, she gets like it's weird. What's yeah. the name of the song? What's uh, which one? The the wife and the both. Of them. Uh, uh, I thought you were gonna say the name is Zoe De Chanel and my wife. Uh, th this is so bad. I actually have the to... album is named Zoe De Chanel. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The whole. I'm just switching it. I'm just switching it. Every Zoe two is track two. Zoe three is track three. <laughs> I wonder how she knew. My wife. Wait. My wife goes. If I write a joke, she doesn't get mad at me. Just killing her like neil thinks what does my wife say i'm your me i'm his me yeah 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 but well, that, i don't know so you when got you use things like muse in the song yeah. it doesn't help it, yeah. It, uh, <laughs> yeah it's uh anyway so so the zoe song is called luckiest oh, okay. that, uh, oh yeah, that yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and and one and only is the one uh, oh you redeemed wife, yourself so, yeah, with had to, had to. Good title. And, it, and it's a winner too it's yeah. the, definitely the best song in the album ah. but, but you know i had to do the first part to get the emotions exactly. to get the second part right exactly so, but anyway yeah so she she was she's my celebrity crush uh, but, and we've met a couple of times when we've you know we've hung out and had a great time she's a total sweetheart who are you blown away by um 
Did you say George Lucas? Did I hear that? Yeah, George is is, is very quiet, reserved. He's a hard it's not interview. as cool. Yeah, yeah it's yeah, not yeah. as cool as you think it would be. Yeah, and we're it's not more happy just with like him. he's kind of just yeah, I made Star Wars, man. Again, yeah, yeah, you know, too it's like forty years him. later. Just, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's okay. <laughs> yeah, I get it. You're yeah, Star Wars radio. I but get what it. we asked him to do, we needed a, we were going to do a bit on the MTV Movie Awards f- with, uh, you know, Mandalorian. Sure. Right? No, not allowed. <laughs> he said no. <laughs> yeah. So if he's over it, he's not quite over it because he won't give us the right. He right, give right. us the rights to it. Yeah, but he just in a, he just has people like that. Like, Let's say no for him. Then. No, I think he's been worshipped like a god to some. Yeah, yeah, I mean they worship him like a god, and I think he's probably probably just tired of all that. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean he just wants to be. You know, I mean, I guess at some point, if you're at that level of fame, you understand you don't get to be just a regular yeah. person. Yeah, but yeah. You don't get. I mean, I went to the movie when the new Star Wars came out, and I was just a reg- just going to watch the movie, and then I look over at Bethel, and she's got like a lifesaver, a lifesaver. John Mooney, they're all dressed up. I'm like, holy shit! Like, I didn't know this meant so much to so many people. I mean, this is a person, Bethel, I'd never seen like this before. Like, completely lose her mind. I, like, I mean, can you yeah. think of another pop culture? No, nothing like phenom- that. I'm talking across all platforms. No, I mean, there's everyone knows about the Olympics. Yeah, yeah. everybody knows about Star Wars. You know what I mean? It's <laughs> no, no. Uh, it's that. No, it's big. beyond. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. It's like a god almost. Yeah. Who was uh, who was your Oh, so, so great you. interviews. Yep. Well, I mean, Mel Brooks was amazing. Yeah. So, so he was putting out a DVD box set, and he wasn't coming to New York, and uh, and he wanted to do an interview for Sirius, but nobody wanted to do it because everyone's in New York. I was like, put me on a plane right now. I will fly to of LA, course. and I will fly back in the same day. And I did that. Holy wow! And I shit. went out to see Mel. We were supposed to talk for fifteen minutes, talk for two and a half hours. Oh, we played man. drums together. Wow! And just it was the best thing ever. I, I posted online. If you go to Marx's oh, I gotta go oh, check yeah? it out. Yeah, yeah, it's go a really good out. interview because. Where, you know, when I was growing up and after the whole semen thing as a kid and my dad was just like, all right, it's time to learn about life. And he sat me down. We watched History of the World Part One. Yeah. And he just introduced me to Mel Brooks and said, just live your life this way. And I was like, great. Oh, wow. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Everybody's ever come into contact with Mel Brooks has been like, this guy's the best guy the in the history. The best human yeah. on earth. Man. He is. Just yeah. so We cool. just had Couldn't another writer in here. Yeah. Because Couldn't I, have been cooler. It's the my. It's gonna be my one regret. Plus, he's got great stories. Though. Oh, and his uh, stories. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh, and so if you listen to the interview, because I don't yep. want to give, give anything away for the people that haven't heard it, there's some really cool stories Absolutely. in there about like uh, all of his movies. Is there anyone yeah. you want to tell us that you met and you were like, ugh, what the? Um. So here's here's how I take that. Right. I take yep. it all with a grain of salt. Right. Because everybody's a human. Everyone has bad days, right. and you never know what happened to somebody before right. they came in the room. Yeah. But there was this one actor, I'm not going to name his name. Right. Uh, and if you're not connecting with someone right away when you're doing an interview, you do your best to break the ice. And if it's just, you're not feeling it, it's yeah. just for whatever reason, then I just get goofy and silly. And I'm like, look, I'm going to try to make you laugh. Right. Because if you don't want to be here, then I don't want to be here. Yeah. Right. And I, it got to the point where I literally stopped the interview, the only time I've ever done it, and said, do you even want to do this? <laughs> I, I called him out. I was like, do you even want to do this? If you don't, what are you doing here? Because you're wasting my t- time too. I could be interviewing somebody else. Yeah. And, and it's not even for me. This is for the audience. You know, I'm the conduit. And he was just like, he kind of got taken aback a little bit. He's like, no, 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 let's finish. Let's finish. He's probably And, and I never that. aired it because oh, I was yeah. like, how good is this going to be? Right. Yeah. But I'll tell you after. All right. Yeah, what, um, what do you make of actors in general as compared to musicians and comedians? Like, do you have a favorite group? Well, they all, all... want to be each other. Yeah. Right. So, so everybody's kind of. No, I'm pretty sure I don't want to be a musician. You don't want to be a musician? I don't think so. I would be a musician. You would never... you be a musician? Of course. I don't even know what I would play. There's no one more powerful than a musician. 
I mean, if you watch like a, a I mean, true, but like you two, like I, who wouldn't want to stand up on a stage like that in front of that many people? That's you two, perfect example. Bullet butterfly wings, like my favorite, uh, or no, that's uh, Smashing Pumpkins. The uh, uh, Bullet to Blue, Blue Sky, Sky. Yeah. yeah, Bullet to Blue Sky, favorite U two song. I the feeling of walking out on stage, yeah. sitting down behind the kit, the anticipation of it, and then opening up with boom, boom, boom. Oh my God, are you kidding me? Yeah. Letting you don't want that. You do want that. I can do that as a comedian, don't I? Yes, yes, a, you do. Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. you do. But not for three hours. No, not for three hours. <laughs> so the one thing that music has over comedy, because comedy is actually my favorite, probably, Yeah, is that once the joke is revealed, the magic's it's kind of gone, right? Mm-hmm. Like you could hear a joke again, right. and it could still be funny, but it's not the same. Right. You can listen to a song a thousand times, and it could make the emotion more powerful. I say it's the only th- thing on I earth that can do that. Say it all the time. I mean, especially also comedy. If you uh, you break into uh, you have the marks this high, and they're all going crazy, or Grohl playing and he's playing everything, and then he breaks into Stairway to Heaven, the place is going to go insane. Insane, right? Yeah. I break into George Carlin, I'm going to get booed and killed <laughs> yeah, yeah, immediately. Yeah, yeah. That was right. always my favorite story. I think it was the Bill Maher book when he said he started with comedy and then he did a show they killed and then he goes back to the next night he notices it's the exact same crowd they don't realize that he's going to tell the same jokes over again right they they think he's going to do something completely new and he's like oh shit you know and they were just figuring out what comedy was right all right let's move on unfortunately i have so many more questions on this damn i gotta say just for the record i i feel like a total knob like talking about myself like this is like (laughs) so i don't this is weird i'm usually going to ask questions this is really uh, i feel like an idiot yeah we didn't get to lebron james we didn't get Oh, good old LeBron. Uh, look at it. All right, there we go. Much better. How about I not do that? Oh, that thing goes off on that one. Sorry. Mark, <laughs> I don't even know how my that, own thing works. That's the market ad. Is that the trap door? I fall through the well, floor. Well, you <laughs> gave us a segue of music. On that. That's the third corner we're going to do today. Gotcha. So um, you have a band and a new album. You've played in like 10 bands. What is this band and what's the new album? Okay, so. Is this Mark Says High yeah, band? Yeah, so this is just Mark Says High and okay. it's just me. I play all the instruments. But Oh, um, wow. What I'm going to do with this one versus all the other Mark wait, Says wait, High wait. albums. First of yeah. all, let me just back up. I know you're a drummer. Yes. But you also play keyboards and what other? Yeah, I, I grew up on the piano. I started piano when I was like three or four. Oh, my um, Lord. Look, you can't play drums at four in the morning, so you play guitar, you know. You but was your dad play. okay with the drum? I mean, with the keyboard? Yeah, yeah, my dad was cool with the piano. Oh, so he could play piano. No, no, he couldn't play piano. But I, yeah, he was cool. Do you know why? Because when you know, Christmas, holiday time came around, I was like, oh, Mark, get on the piano, you know. Do, do, oh, do, do, okay. Do. But I, I was pretty good at the piano right out of the gate. My teacher liked me a lot, and uh, I didn't realize that I didn't want to do it yet. So I was just, you know, if you told me to do something, I wanted to be really good at it. I wanted to, like, take it seriously. And I used to, uh, I used to go perform at Kent State University in front of like hundreds of people. I'd be like when five you're a years kid? old. Yeah, yeah. And, and I'd sit down and, and I didn't know what I was doing. I'd just go play that thing you learned. Okay, great. I was just excited to go to Ponderosa afterwards and <laughs> stuff my face with chicken wigs, right? So, uh, so that's what uh, I did it for that. And then I got older and I got into sports and other things. And it was like, I don't want to do piano and and I quit, and it's my only regret to this day. Mm. Actually, I have two regrets. I can't. Well, tell what about you the other guitar? One, but, you can uh, play guitar too. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Where, so, where did that come in? You're like, well, if I can do those two things, I can do this one. No well, problem. Well, like I said, you can't play drums at four in the morning. Uh, and all my friends had guitars, so if I went to my friend's house, they had a guitar. I'm like, well, I want to play, you know. So then I just taught myself how to play guitar, and then. And, uh, I, I was only, you can only get so good at certain things teaching mm-hmm. yourself. Eventually you do need to take lessons, but luckily I've played with some phenomenal musicians. So I was Jeez. able to just be around it. And so there hasn't been a time in your life that you haven't been 
part of music. No, music has been a part of my life. So all yeah, the time, the you, you you just are used to whatever you're doing. You're at that at night. You're going to go out and do music. I, the first thought I have in the morning when I wake up is, when do I play drums today? When am I going <laughs> to get to play? Or when am I going to get to play music today? Now, awesome. you know, now I have a kid. And that's like my kid's first thought. She came in the room this morning, woke us up. My, my wife went to go make her breakfast and she pulled out the practice pad because I had just bought her her first pair of drumsticks mm. the other day. And she goes, Daddy, look what I can do. And she's going, bah, 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 bah. I'm like, oh, this is greatest. Yeah. And so she comes home from, from daycare and we form a new band every day. Oh, wow. And she hands mommy the microphone and she gets her little guitar on. And then I said, you know, a little drum I have for her. And we, we play. And then she changes the words to all the Disney songs and sings about what she did at school. Oh, well, you got to. Are you playing her any um, contemporary music rather than Disney? Then she's got to know some because Birdie's starting to know some words here. If you you put on ACDC, she goes bananas. Yeah. I I introduced her to Holy (laughs) Diver from Devo the other day, and she's like, oh my God. (laughs) But but she, mainly princess music, right? She loves all the musical stuff, but uh, she's obsessed with this band called Ozma, really cool band that I like. Uh, She loves the Aquabats, Uh, they're like a Saturday morning cartoons type band. <laughs> uh, and uh, and she loves Perry Grip, who's the lead singer of Nerf Herder. Nerf Herder, for anybody who doesn't know, is the band that made the Buffy the Vampire Slayer theme song for the okay. TV show. Anyway, they're incredible. And Perry Grip makes all these fun kid songs, like It's Raining Tacos and whatever. You probably heard a bunch of these. Oh, yeah. And if you haven't, oh my God, Birdie's going to love them. <laughs> and, uh, Who is it? Say, yeah. Perry Grip, P-A-R-R-Y-G-R-I-P-P. Okay. And uh, he got famous for writing theme songs for just videos that are on the internet. So it'd be like Hamster on a Pig. And then he would just write a theme song for it. Now he writes theme songs for like Disney and movies and stuff. And anyway, so, but my kid's into everything. Like me, we we show her everything because we want her to uh, experience culture. Uh, Bertie listens to Yacht Rock. Because <laughs> she just think I think she just likes the thank uh, you serious yacht. XM yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I mean I just oh, say shit. to Alexa play yacht rock right but she'll go like I'm Steely Dan guy so I'll yeah. just go I'll play her trying to calm her down and go to sleep anything sure so I'll play her like Babylon Sisters and nice. now she'll I'll, you'll they'll sing Babylon Sisters and she'll go shake it and that's her <laughs> that's great it's funny isn't yeah. music amazing man amazing it just connects with like doesn't matter who you are how when old she was you are, a baby whatever. I played James Brown and she would calm down James and Brown for you James that's Brown for her Aerosmith calm down oh kid. calm down yeah yeah it'd be like it'd be like an aggressive song like eat the yeah. red she'd be like okay <laughs> <laughs> right, I'm good yeah it connects like at a different level yeah alright let's Weird. get back to your album so, you, oh, okay. so what do you what's, so, next, what's the plan yeah. for this so, album so this album's gonna be a little different so I just finished so usually what I do is is I end up stockpiling songs cause for the Mark Says Hi project I, I put out an album like once every eight years it's right. like you know it's just like I'll get to it so I have like 30 songs, like just doing nothing right now. And I was like, oh, but I'm so bored playing those, but no one's heard them. So I'll write a couple fresh ones. So that's what I did. I'm going to pick 10. And the approach for this album is I'm going to have uh, different guest musicians on every single song that I've ever played music with and or my friends who play music, like like fellow comedian Dave Hill, right? Mm-hmm. I'm going to have him come over. Danny Tamborelli, mm-hmm. sick bass player. So my friends from the world of comedy who play music and then also just... Uh, all the people from bands I've been in in the past are going to do me. Ben Bailey, huge musician. Oh yes, Andy Pitts. Sure. Um, there's a bunch of guys that Todd Barry supposedly yeah, play Todd, a little he's, drums. He's drums. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of drummers. Wally Bill, Collins. Bill Burr. Bill Burr Bill, drums. Yeah. yeah. Wally Todd Collins Barry. drums. Yeah. yeah. Wally Collins. Wow. Like yeah, they a lot of 
comics or drummers. They say because of timing or something like that. Yeah, it could be. Could be. I don't know. I don't think I would play the drums. Neil, what would you play? Mm, I hope I'd be guitar? a singer, but I'm so I horrible. see you on bass. No, my brother no. did the bass. I would have either done the guitar or sing. Either that or I, been the, I could have been Jeez. the manager. I would have been a good band manager. I think that's what have been my thing. <laughs> that's when you know you're not good at music. <laughs> Horrible. I'm going to be the band manager. That's what I'm going to do. My friend Steve, his band, it's great. I'm going to manage <laughs> yeah, it. I'm going to manage the band. <laughs> <laughs> I would want to sing, but I can't sing. I know I can't sing. And I, I would want to sing. There's a lot I'm... of people that can't sing yeah. that have a lot of albums out. So yeah. don't. Yeah, don't, that's true. That's this, true. See, this is my philosophy Bruce to life. Can't sing. Who cares? <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's only going to be one person who's the best. Right. Yeah. That's it. Everybody else is below that, and we're all at different levels, and it's all taste, and it's all subjective. All right, and, I'll start and, singing it because Bethel can sing, and we used to do comedy together, or we still do it sometimes. Bethel and then, can sing, and then she can sing, and we did a singing bit one time, and I, I looked at the people's expression when, <laughs> when I saw, and I still remember it that it's comedy. I was surprised. It yeah. works. It's, com- it's it was very be, funny. I thought it was gonna be funny, but she was too good, so the crowd thought we were seriously singing, right. and I was not seriously. But I look at their expression. I still remember that expression, and I was like, okay, I need to go do vocal lessons next time before I. Then un- you've got to be on my, my, my new podcast. I'm starting this podcast, Lenny. Not that yeah. everyone, are, you know, I, I don't. Yeah. I actually don't have a podcast, right? Because okay. I. I it's not even a time thing. I just, everybody has a podcast, but I love this idea so much. I want to do it. It's called that time I was in a band once. Okay. And I'm going to interview people that used to be in a band and yeah. for whatever reason, they're not anymore, but they're successful at whatever career path they chose. Very nice. And, uh, and, and the kicker is at the end of each episode, we play music from, from said band, whether oh, it's cool. bad or good or whatever. You That's know? a so, good one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, Neil invented this thing called Hummer's. Okay. So Neil can hum, <laughs> and he's so off key, you know, like it you have so to many different it's directions. name that tune. <laughs> They're hard. Oh, to, it's okay. basically name They're that tune. To you want to go ahead? Can nobody. Oh, yeah. Seriously, no, no, I tears do rolling down my I eyes. Do one now. Just give him one of your favorite. I got to make it. All right, I'll do one. I'll go do ahead. I'll do one of my classics. Go ahead. Okay, okay ready? Yeah. That's an easy one. That's a classic. I'm scared everyone's gonna get it. This is the show. I know you got it right away. I know you get it right away. I don't think I have that. That's an easy one. I don't think I have that. What is that? You don't get that right away. That sounded like the music that plays after Mario falls down a pit and he dies. Like what is that? Well, I definitely make it a little. <laughs> is that so wait? Is that Madonna I, borderline I, I, again? I know. You know See, how I made long? It too easy. You know how long it takes me to get that? I knew it I just made because. The second one easier, dude. We played this game one time on, on vacation, and I Bethel and I were. We couldn't breathe because they're so <laughs> off key. But it took me somehow. I got borderline. We, I go like it, that it's was amazing. borderline, borderline. I'm not even sure if that was no, borderline. It's terrible. That's the point. See if you can get musicians, real good musicians, right, to right, guess to figure his it thing. Out. Yeah. So, so he's like Lenny. He's like your Chewy, right? Only you can understand <laughs> that. He's right. over here going. That's right. Or whatever. And you're That's like, yeah, right. Yep. Oh, he got yeah. it. I knew it took I me gave a while. It away on the. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> oh, total giveaway. I gave yeah. Total giveaway. <laughs> Um, okay, so Neil, please do a, that. Please do that. Before I be amiss, remiss, if um, but oh, real quick, just yeah. real quick answer. Did you ever think about moving to Nashville, where it's all happening now? Or you know, all- once you're in New York, man, there's no turning back. I mean, the city has everything. It, so, so a person like me, because I do love sports and music and comedy and arts and everything, not every city has it. Some have like 
four or five or they have it at a much smaller scale and i'm like why would you ever leave new york it's mm. just yeah i mean nashville's good nashville's good for music but the thing about music now is you can be anywhere that's true you don't have to be in nashville but anymore. the live comedy scene in new york for music is always good right still here still yeah pumping. i mean I a lot of the a lot of the mom and pop music venues are dying and it's really sad and yeah. it's unfortunate I mean, everything used to be in Manhattan. Now it's in Brooklyn. Um, mm. And the scene is weird. The scene's different. It's, oh, that's right. It's, it is it's, all moved to Brooklyn. It's not like you can be in a funk band and like work your way up here in the city anymore. You know, it's just, yeah. it's like indie rock usually can break out of New York City, but you just, you got to hit the road. You got to get in front of people. All right. I'm going to, these are a quick, um, you have a Bruce Springsteen story. Neil's oh. a huge Bruce fan. I do. This is a good one, oh, and, nice and this uh, this actually involves your guys' parent uh, parent family, the, the the syndicate, All which right. is the which which houses the laugh button, right? Right, which oh, uh, right. I used to work yeah. at. Actually, oh. I used yeah. to be the managing editor over there. Shout out to Matt Kleinschmidt. How you yeah. doing, Matt? Uh, and uh, so we did this thing every year for the holidays called Secret Harry because even Harry has secrets, <laughs> and uh, we have to deliver those secrets. And you would draw a name out of a hat, you know, as you do at the holiday parties. And for whatever reason, I kept drawing like the founders of the syndicate. And I'm like, okay, I got to get these, you know, it's not like my friend who I'm working with side by side. It's like one of the, one of the owners of the company. And so uh, I got one of the owners of the company, the only female owner, massive, massive Bruce Springsteen fan. And I'm like, oh, I got to do something good here. Yeah, yeah. So I get an, an apron custom made that says, I'd rather be cooking for the boss. Right. Oh, so I start off nice. with that. I'm like, okay, that's cool. <laughs> but I'm like, how can I really do something kind of out there? Uh -oh. Right. So I'm kind of vaguely connected to the Bruce world, like in multiple ways, whether it's through music or, you know, the Bruce Springsteen channel at Sirius XM. Well, Evan Springsteen, Bruce's son, worked at Sirius and sat next to me for a while. We became friendly. So I came up with this great idea. I'm like, here's what I'm going to do. Evan, this is going to sound weird, but would it be cool if I do this? He goes, well, what, are you, what are you doing? Well, I got this lady. She's a big Bruce fan, but I got to get something no one else has. Is there any way... You can go into your dad's shower and get one of those like slivers of soap, you know, that are like the very end, yeah. you know, where it's yeah. like, well, I'm not going to use this, but it's yeah, going to yeah, sit yeah. on the shelf for like a year. <laughs> can you just get me one of those? Oh and he's God. like, I don't know if I can do that. <laughs> I go, okay, I'll tell you, I'll just pretend like I got one. Yeah. But what I do need is one of his hairs. Is there any way you can get me one of his pubic hairs from inside the shower up on the, he's like, I, I, I can't do that. <laughs> So, so what I do is I, I, I have big sideburns, yeah. right? So I pluck one of these things and I put it on this little sliver of soap that I got and I put it in a plastic bag No. and, and we've got to do this big presentation, oh, right? Oh my God. In front of the whole company. Like, here's my gift. Let me explain it to you. So she opens up the apron. She goes, Oh, I love it. You know, it's so great. I just got the born to run book or whatever just came out. I'm so pumped. I go, all right, well, here's the kicker. She opens it up, pulls it out, and it's this like sliver of soap with hair on it in a bag. And everyone's like, what the fuck? And I'm like, all right, so I had my friend Evan yeah. go and get this bar of soap from the shower. I said, just try to make sure you get one with the hair. Before I could finish saying that, she takes it back and she goes, shoves it up to her face. And she's like, oh, man, this is so awesome. Oh, it totally and she like freaks out. But everyone's oh, laughing. It's yeah. great. Oh, so, my God. So that's my cool like Bruce Springsteen oh, like gag story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs>
Uh, but I've only seen Bruce Springsteen live one time, and it was the day after Prince died. So I got to see that show at, um, was it Barclays? Oh, and okay. he came out and opened up with Purple Rain oh, and then yeah, played for yeah, like yeah, five hours. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I was down in the pit, and I got to crowd surf him when he dove. I mean, I had the whole experience all in oh, one shot. Wow. So I'm like, how could I ever? There you go. Yeah, yeah. And this is a guy who wrote a song called Youngstown. Yeah. Wow. Oh, Youngstown, Ohio, right? So, I mean. No, I just, I saw him on Broadway, so I was like, oh my God. Oh, the Broadway show, I missed it. I won the lottery. Oh, good for you. 70, oh, that was so, that was a good That's awesome. Oh, man. But anyway, kind of a gross Bruce Springsteen. Yeah, I love that. I love that. Yeah, yeah. I've never been around him. I chased him down the street and embarrassed myself, but other than that. What was, was, wait, was he just faster than you or what? (laughs) No, no, I was. I mean, he's in great shape. I was just, I was so enthralled by this Broadway show I saw, and so I couldn't leave. So me and Bethel go down to the stage to take a picture. And then we let, we let the whole crowd go out. And sure enough, I'm by the stage taking a picture. And then it's Bruce just walks right behind us on stage. So it's just me and Bethel and Bruce. And I'm just like, I don't say anything. He's just walking across. But I'm so close to him. I'm so excited. And it's just us. And so then I go. And then that's when like something clicks in my head. Like, I got to really meet this guy. Wait, you jumped on the stage? No, no, no. It gets much worse. I should have <laughs> I, I let it end there. So then I you go. You didn't put a bag over his head, <laughs> did you? No, no. <laughs> then I'm so close, and Bethel's, like, so excited. I'm, I'm like, so I, like I said, something clicks. And so then I go outside, and he comes outside, and he's with all the people. And then I'm like, oh, my God, I'm still really close to him. And then he hops into his car, and then I'm sitting next to his car. And he rolls down his window and waves at people. And I'm standing right, like, about this close. Yeah. And he, i like, hey, Bruce, you were great. He's like, thank you. And his car starts driving, and then I just start running. And <laughs> <laughs> so now, now I'm running what? down, like, 43rd Street. It's packed. And Bruce's window's running. I was like, you were awesome, man. <laughs> and I'm running next to the car. And Bethel's like, what are you doing? And I'm like, I don't know. I just, he's still here. He's so close. Oh, <laughs> I'm like, I got to say something to this guy. It was You're so embarrassing. And I, I'm embarrassed by that. You should weekend. be embarrassed. Yeah, that was embarrassing. I can just see Neil right now trying to tie his belt yeah. to the back of the car. Yeah. Like, ugh. I just want a sliver of soap. I just want a conversation. <laughs> All right, yeah, you just you should have just asked. I could have got you a sliver of soap. Yeah, man. I would take that. Um, to end the segment, what yes. was your favorite band growing up? Did you have one? Oof, man. I mean, that's I know, an impossible a million, question. It's, but there's too many. All right, what I was the poster value, on the wall? Oh, you know what? I'll, I'll just say Weird Al Yankovic. There you go. Oh, and here's yeah. why: okay. because he played every kind of music. And I loved every kind of music. And uh, his original his original music holds up to some of the best bands' original music. Wow. It's so genius. People, you know, most people only know him for his parodies and stuff like yeah. that. He plays four types of songs, you know, in the style of a direct parody, a polka song, and then his original songs. And, yeah. and, and I, I was in a cover band that played only his original songs. And everyone's like... Wow, that's crazy. Yeah, that's crazy. We don't know any of these songs. These aren't cover songs. What are you doing? Amazing. Yeah. Is he regretful that he didn't have a real career like at that? Or he was just, does no, he ever go like, all. man, why didn't I, one of my real songs? Yeah, you know, the only, th- I think the only thing he regrets, and, and this wasn't a question from when I've interviewed him, uh, but I, I read an interview he did and he just, you know, sometimes jokes don't hold up or, yep. or you're embarrassed by like a type of song you made or, or whatever you were joking about because he's, you know, he's clean. Right. Right. And, and he always asks permission if he is going to do a parody or whatever. Right. But you know, there's just like some subject matter. You were like, wow, did I really need to write a song about boogers? Like, why did I do that? <laughs> like that's, you know, well, you were 20 and you wrote yeah. a song about boogers yeah. or whatever. But that's, I think that's the only thing he's probably regrets. I'm not going to speak for Al, of course, cool. or Mr. Yankovic. <laughs> All right, let's go to the fourth one. <laughs> The fourth corner today, we're going to talk about sports and I, not only all the stuff like we, I could do like another round of this, everything, but you're a huge sports fan as well. And the other day I see you're like, oh, I'm going to the Red Bulls game tonight. Like how much 
how much time do you, do you have a longer day than I do? Because yeah. it seems like you have like a 48 sleep? hour, 24 hour day. So I sleep on average, on average, three and a half hours probably. How is that possible? Maybe four. You can't if function I get, like that. If I get four, that was a good night. If I get six or seven, I'm Rock like tired roll. throughout the whole day. Oh shit! I'm just like miserable. Now I don't. That comes from my dad. My dad was like a marathon runner, and he wakes up early for work, and he coached all my teams. So we staying up late and yes. watching movies and stuff. So, so I think that's just uh, I'm inherently. And well, my kids like that too. Like you set an alarm mm-hmm. to get up in the morning. You just no, nope. it just happens. Just I just wake up same time every day. What time <laughs> should you go to sleep? Two in the morning. My kids stay. My kid probably goes to bed ten thirty. And gets up at like six. Oh, man. It's brutal. (laughs) Yeah. And so you watch soccer? That's your main sport? Yeah, so, so soccer's my favorite. Yeah, I love soccer. Yeah, I've been yeah, playing I've been since I was the, four. Yeah. Watching oh. Euros? Yeah, I've been Copa watching America, every, Yeah, I've been watching MLS. it all. I love soccer. I mean, there's, like my whole family's into soccer, so I've been watching so much soccer. National teams are on right now. I mean, yeah, it's the yeah, summer yeah. of soccer, as yeah, they say, yeah. as you know. Yeah. Man, it's big right now. Big I game love, today. I love soccer. I want MLS to be better than it is, but it's getting better. It's Yeah, it's 25 years. So when yeah. I was in high school, my senior year in high school, my my best friend at the time, John, give a shout out, John, uh, him and I were really hardcore about soccer, made the Ohio, uh, state team for Olympic oh, wow. development program, which back then was how you got to the U S national yeah, yeah, team, yeah. went over to England to play for a little bit, come back, what I do some friendlies. And, um, and I was offered a, a contract f- uh, from Tampa Bay mutiny and Columbus crew. Oh, th- th- shit. This was, this was when the league very first started yeah. year one. Yeah. And I was like, oh, my God, I'm so excited. My dad's like, well, let's talk about this. And I'm like, what's to talk about? I'm going to get a jersey with my name on the back. That's <laughs> yeah. you know, like all I cared about. Yeah. And we look at the contract, it's like $20,000. Yeah. Right? And I'm like, $20,000. My dad's like, look, you, you could literally go down the street to Burger King and make more money than this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you could get injured again. You know, you don't want to do that. And, and I was like, OK. So I passed on it. A little bit of a regret, but I understood why. But uh, but yeah, soccer since age wow. four. You scored a goal off awesome, a real though. goalie. I did. Like Brad Friedel. Who's Brad Friedel? You know Brad yeah, yeah, Friedel, played, f- former he, yeah. U.S. men's national. Oh yes, star. I do know yeah. Brad. Played over in Europe a yeah, ton. Yeah, he so he's from in the Huts- Premier League. Yeah, played yeah. the Premier League a bunch. So he's from Ohio. He's from a town that's like forty minutes from where I grew up, and used to run a soccer camp all the time. But but when I was doing tryouts for uh, for MLS and stuff. Whoever was the keeper for said team was there. I mean, yeah. they, they had their legit players there, and Brad Friedel was playing keeper for the crew. And, and uh, you know, someone gave me a nice pass, and I finished it. And, uh, <laughs> wow. Gave, gave Friedel the wink, and that was the last <laughs> goal I ever scored in not MLS. So. Wow. Yeah. No, so you're really good in soccer. Yeah, my nieces are really okay. good at soccer. They, they're, they're gonna, they play D1 soccer. Nice. So, but yeah, so, yeah, D1's yeah. great. But you're really good. If I mean, you were playing midfield? Yeah, center mid. And I, I was, you know, I'm not tall or not, uh, you know, I'm like... Must be pretty quick. Extra, extra medium at everything. Uh-huh. But when you're pretty good at everything, not great. Not the best, at, but but you're just good. You can center mid's good because you sort of control the game, right? You control the tempo. Yeah, you know, like, I, I wasn't a power guy. I couldn't knock you off the ball, so I'd beat you with the pass. You you're like, what's his name for stuff. Man City Shoals or yeah, sure. sure. That's who's the, the who's not, the I mean Man United? Sorry, who's yeah. the coach's son for a long time for the U.S. Men's team? That, uh, Michael Bradley. Oh, yeah, Michael yeah, Bradley. Yeah, yeah. Is that you? Uh, no, because <laughs> better. Uh, well, no, I, I wouldn't say that because I didn't, I didn't make it that far. But uh, yeah, I guess so. You know, my dad was just really into community and kids and taking care of kids and getting them away from the TV. Like my dad's intentions were always really, really good. He was yeah. big into Title IX, like wanted to help women's sports, you know, mostly coached women's athletics. 
and uh, uh, but he loved coaching. And so it was never weird that I was the coach's son because he never gave me preferential treatment. I made sure I could be the best I could be so I could back it up. And uh, and it wasn't about that. You know, it wasn't about but you're that. still into the MLS. You watch the MLS and you go to these. I do watch too. MLS. I, it was hard to watch MLS for a while, I'll be yeah. honest with but you, it's because good now, the, but the they product won't. wasn't that great. Yeah, but, but now it's getting it's really better. good. Okay. It's getting really yeah, good. Yeah. But the problem now is the players that are homegrown are getting so good they just go off uh, the Europe, Europe and they yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. oh um, yeah then we have to wait for the retired guys to come back here <laughs> come back yeah, <laughs> yeah it's yeah. a very weird right. thing yeah yeah um you went to Wembley to interview some people Wembley uh, uh I'm trying to think what you Wembley Stadium yeah Wembley. did you go to Wembley oh I, I went to um yeah I've tra- so I've traveled a bunch for for Sirius XM just going I've been fortunate enough to convince them and going to different countries they were like we can't send you to the UK I'm like why it's a shorter flight than LA and they're like oh yeah it is so, <laughs> for soccer so, yeah yeah so oh, wow. I, so I would just make up stuff because I was in the comedy department yeah Right. I just be like, well, everyone's second favorite thing is comedy. If it's not their first. Right. If you like talk, mm-hmm. you also like comedy. If you like sports, you like comedy. Yeah, yeah, if you yeah, like yeah. music, you like comedy. So it's like, why don't we combine these things and do some sort of hybrid? And that's how I was able to get sent to like the, you know, all the all star games and whatever. And I would just make a comedy show around it. And the players love that because they don't, oh, going into the All-Star break, 12-game winning right. streak, yeah. blah, 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 boring sports writers. Yeah. And I'm up there making jokes, and they're just like, oh, finally, you know, this is what it's yeah. supposed to yeah. be. And so, yeah, so I've been fortunate enough to travel a bunch and wow. interview all the people. All right, my players. last question on soccer, then I'm switching sports, yeah. is um, are we going to do anything in the next World Cup? Um, <laughs> Got to qualify first. Well, Chris, we didn't qualify for this one? No, no, no. Well, qualifications are coming up now. Oh, so, okay. so they're going to start uh, the qualification But we have games. a real better team this time. Christian Pulisic. Yeah, yeah, Pulisic we have a guy yeah. that plays at Barcelona. Yeah, I mean, yeah. This is it. If it's not now. If it's not now, you're never yeah. getting there. And right? we have some good goalkeeping as well. Zach Steffen. Uh, yeah, we've got a Man City guy. Uh, they're really young, but they're really good. And I think uh, they just won a, a really... Uh, cool game in the nation's cup against mexico mm. big comeback win that was really impressive all right they've got the potential they got the talent but you're right if they don't do it now i mean look it's hard you know people don't want to go into soccer because that's not where the money is media doesn't cover it there's right. no love for soccer here it's it's heartbreaking yeah. especially after all this time well we have a lot of sports here it's not just kick the ball in europe you it's know a little it's, they don't have though, baseball do you, do you really want me to get into the football soccer naming <laughs> co- you know, thing it's like you don't i'm just saying there's a lot more football. there's a lot no, more i like soccer, sports though. here i mean just, a lot they're, to, well they're starting to build stadiums finally they're starting to yes it's starting to change it's just that the youth soccer is very still very rich and that's the problem and we have an academy yeah. system set up now it's, it's like getting we're getting better yeah we're getting better the only thing i i wish the ms mls would do is just stick to the goofy like funny names don't don't be austin fc don't try to be europe just be like the the austin owls or whatever uh, stupid name you're it. gonna be yeah. you know what i mean because i don't think oh i like uh, the fc because i can't grasp the austin owls but i'm like oh fc oh they play soccer oh so you're so you're in <laughs> yeah. for the name yeah. right okay yeah okay, okay. they're that talking makes to sense lenny then. yeah <laughs> What is it? NYCFC? Oh, you know, like, ah, acronyms. right. Yeah, yeah like letters. SC Sporting KC. It's like, <laughs> my only complaint about the MOS, which is they screwed themselves. They should do it exactly the same time as Europe. The rest of the year? Yeah, they should do, do it exactly Why? the same Why? Those people season. have to play over there, don't no, they come here? No, but then that's, they're already selling them short, selling themselves short if they don't. They should just do it the same fucking time. Yeah, you, you and don't then have eventually access you'll to compete players. with the Premier League. You'll compete with those same teams. 
Like you said, you can get Here's over here. Here's your other problem. Hours. Seattle's the best team. Nobody can watch it. It's on the West Coast. Yeah, that is. Dumb, also, dumb. it's scheduling. Seattle plays on their football field. Yeah. You know, everybody yeah. plays. There's, you know, they we are need- getting new stadiums, specific stadiums, but until yeah. everyone's got a specific stadium, and then you're competing with football, you know? All right, let's Rating. flip. Yeah, that is true. Let me flip it real quick. If you mm-hmm. notice, Neil, he's wearing a Cubs hat. He's yeah, from Warren, it. Ohio. That's the heart of Cleveland Indian country. <laughs> and uh, you told me the story because this is a Ryan Sandberg problem. <laughs> yeah, yeah. First little league team I played on was the Cubs. I played second base, and I was like, who plays second base for the Cubs? And Ryan Sandberg had just been traded from the Phillies. This was 1984, 85. He's the man. The Cubs and, legend. Uh, and so I was just like, that's my guy. And and uh, I had family. I lived in Chicago. My dad said, okay, well, if you really do love the Cubs, then you have to go to Wrigley Field. So he took me there. That was and it. And you're not going to believe this matchup. I looked it up on the internet because I, I still have my ticket stub, and I was like, uh, I looked up who pitched Nolan Ryan versus Greg Maddox. Wow. That is a good lineup. That's pretty good. <laughs> Nolan Ryan versus Greg Maddox. <laughs> that was your Greg. first game. First ever. game yeah. at Wrigley Look. Field. Couldn't believe it. So my wife knows after I pass away, if I die before her, cremate me, spread some of the ashes at Wrigley. <laughs> if you can't get in, around the Wrigleyville's fine. <laughs> the wind will, the wind will blow time? it in eventually. You've been there tons of times? I've so many times. Oh, yeah, shit. yeah. I, just, I like uh, that. Have you been there? Walked. I saw it from the outside. Oh, no, I've, I've been, been there a couple I've times. It. It's it's amazing. I mean, it's look, it's so old school. It's like every seat, you feel like you're on the field. Now, they do have those annoying, uh, annoying poles that are like, if you oh, sit in the God. back of the upper deck, it's you get brutal. obstruction. So if they built a new stadium, you would just I'd have it. <laughs> that, would be, that would be as bad as the Hartford Whalers leaving, and then like, yeah, yeah, that'd be brutal. No, it's because uh, I think it is Yankee definitely Stadium, old school. Yankee Stadium kind of messed up by building a new stadium in a weird way. No, they didn't. No, they didn't. Oh, real quick, I know no one can see this, and maybe someone else has brought this up, but you're both wearing these Yankee hats. Yes. Are you guys in competition as to who's got the oldest Yankee hat? This Yankee hat looks like it's from the 19th century. This one is like, it's just did you, did you get, I get one new one every three? year? That's not no. even a dad hat. It comes down to like the tip of your forehead. <laughs> what is that? We search out those those low riding hats. Yeah, I like yeah, the, yeah, yeah. This yeah. is a low bill yeah, hat. 47. I like. We the, just saw where Babe Ruth lived. I don't like the big brit. The uh, I, yeah, I walked by his old, Street. yeah, on 84th Street. Yeah, I, yeah. I live in the 80s, so yeah, it's, he's uh, right yeah, there. yeah, I'm right yeah. there. I don't like the stiff, the stiff wool one, it's too, I look ridiculous. Oh, the, well, first, those wool ones and this heat, if you went yeah. outside, forget about well, it. What are you wearing? That's a wool one, isn't it? This is, yeah, this is a this yeah. is on the field, yeah, that's oh, a no, real this, hat, like I, you could play on the field. We're, yeah. we're definitely just fans. You this, still have this talent. one has the cool 100th anniversary patch of Wrigley Field on nice. the side, that's why. Now, did you grow up playing baseball too? I did, yeah. I played baseball, soccer, okay. ran track, uh, hockey. I played hockey. The Amazing. only thing I didn't play was football because my dad was really scared of the concussions and stuff, even though I got like 100 concussions playing soccer. So yeah, yeah. it didn't matter. Um, yeah. That's a question I had for you. Baseball-wise, you got the last laugh. The uh, Cubs won it. Oh, that's, and the Indians yes. never did. Oh, brutal. Uh, yeah. 97 so... probably killed your dad. And then, <laughs> uh, and then now, 27... 20 years oh later. Oh, God. So Cleveland, you know, is known for the drive, the right. fumble, the pitch, right. the shot, the, the, the anything. I mean, LeBron right? helped a little bit, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he did. Quick sidebar. Cousin played on LeBron's high school team for three years. If you want wow. to oh, stories about go. that, I can tell you. But anyway. Um, he never touched the ball. 
he didn't start, so yes, he never touched the ball. He wasn't good enough. Good three-point shooter. Uh, anyway, so yes, the Cubs. So when the Cubs were playing the Indians in the World Series, I, I used to joke about this. If that ever happened, it's like the apocalypse, right? Because right. neither of these teams are allowed to win. Like right. It would be like the final pitch. As soon as the bat swings, like the world ends, right? <laughs> right. So uh, when that ended up being the World Series, you know, my whole family, Cleveland Indians, you know, my, my great great grandfather or my great great grandfather the ones who played for the Indians briefly got called up a couple games so it's like this is lifeblood oh right and I'm the only Cubs yeah. guy right yeah. and the whole family nobody talking to me two, <laughs> two weeks yeah. hey mom how's the leg nothing doesn't even care <laughs> mom you still alive wouldn't tell you oh wow brutal nothing two weeks I'm like guys it's not this serious it's just it's just a baseball game yeah. right <laughs> nothing Dead's, everybody hates oh me everybody God. hates me and uh, and as soon as that rain happened in game seven yep. I knew it I knew the Cubs were gonna win yeah and my first thought wasn't this is amazing how am I gonna celebrate it was how am I gonna make up with my family <laughs> right? I'm gonna be disowned forever but they did I got the last laugh they won Good for uh, you and know, at their lowest, I never thought in my my lifetime. At their lowest, who was the lowest? Like the Cubs or the Indians? Like before they won it, what, which team? Which was the lowest? Like the misery. Oh, I mean the Cubs. The well, Cubs, right? The Bartman. I mean, Indians '97's bad. I, you know, that's like you can't compare those, right? I mean, you're just when you're in the bottom, you're in the bottom, right? I think yeah. it destroyed the Red Sox. They were much better when they were just miserable, like before they won. Cubs kind of fell into that too. I yeah. mean, they they're having a weird year this year, but uh, as soon as they won, it was just kind of weird. After it's that. only been like yeah, yeah like, as soon as they won, because the Joe Madden. How do you get rid of that guy after he brings that thing? But he was a nightmare in a way. Yeah. Raldis Chapman wanted to kill him. Yeah, and he, oh, they best lost trade him. ever. You know, everyone was so upset about that Glaber Torres, yeah. Chapman, that whole thing. Yeah. Cubs won, Yankees haven't even sniffed. Yeah, yeah, but he did well, it right. Snapped, he actually pitched the guy to win. Well, I mean, he almost blew out his arm. Yeah, he yeah, did, he did. Though. He that, that's pitch. what you do, though. You pitch a guy to win. That's what he's there for. And you knew yeah, you were going to lose not him there anyway anymore. the next year. Yeah, yeah, but he's not there. Look what he, like you said, look what he's <laughs> yeah. done. I mean, you put it you in the book. actually take yeah. advantage of a great athlete And Glaber, total nosedive, man. What happened to that guy? So much talent. I but. don't know. But I'm sure that, like anybody else, if they trade him, he'll be great. Some guys just can't play in New York, man. Yeah, it's true. Can't do it. You know? I couldn't play in New York. Here's Glaber no, Torres' problem. He can't feel. <laughs> can't feel. He's got to be at second. Yeah. He was a second baseman at best. Yeah. And he had no pressure on him. Now he's a shortstop and he's the man. And, he can can't and your glove can only be so big, right? Yeah. yeah. That's, I don't exactly. know what the regulation is on size. But <laughs> sorry, Glaber. Um, I'll have also, all, maybe all the batters just have quit taking steroids. We got to pump the steroids Neil, back in. Neil's convinced. Oh, I love steroids. asking this question, but if I can yeah. ask a question. Sure. When you guys played baseball, because I'm assuming yeah. you both did, mm -hmm. yeah. uh, were you right-handed or left-handed batters? Right-handed. Right-handed right batter. So my dad, even though Switch I threw right-handed, right even though I threw he forced me to be a left-handed batter because okay. he's like, here's why. They, all the worst players are in right field. And you're closer to first base. <laughs> that is like that's true. how that's how like <laughs> my dad's an engineer, right? Yeah, so yeah. it's like math and technical. He was, and he's just like, you get one and a half extra steps closer to first. Crappy play in right field, you're getting a triple. And so he taught me to be left-handed. Yeah. And it was a huge advantage. A and huge everyone's advantage. like, You're lefty. Oh my uh, god, it's so, a game changer. Yeah. yeah. It's huge. my dad always wanted me my dad was a switch hitter. So I mean he he always thought he, Thought I should do that, but I just didn't. Yeah. I should have. Well, did your dad make you do a bunt pose in your team photo? Because that's what my dad did. <laughs> what is that, Dad? Thanks for the confidence boost. Yeah, probably not going to get a hit. So let's let's have him try to bunt on in his photo. I could never bunt. Yeah, I had no. I refused to bunt because my style was. And people at home can't see this. 
I'm not put. I'm not squaring it's off not the, the it's pitch the coming at me. The wins. It's the wins. Yeah. I, you have to square off to the to the pitcher, and I'm like, I, I'm not squaring off to the pitcher. You got your mind's you, coming buddy. right at my nuts. That's how I see you, buddy. Like that. Yeah. So, yeah. So that's the other thing Terrible. too. You guys face right-handed pitchers, and the ball is coming from that side. Yeah. 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 As a lefty, I never had to worry about that. You that's could play great. for the Yankees right now. That's exactly what they need. Three maybe. left-handed bats. Maybe. <laughs> And you also, uh, Knicks, huge Knicks fan. You said you have Knicks season yeah, tickets. I do. This yeah. Is insane. Yeah. So, you know, growing up in Cleveland, Cavs are the team. They won the chip, but I've lived in New York so long now. Right. Yeah. And, and, uh, I want to support my, this is my town now. I've paid enough taxes. There you, go. you know, I'm a New Yorker now. I can, who had the joke? I can eat a fresh piece of pizza down in the, in the subway and the smell of fresh urine doesn't interfere with my <laughs> you know, enjoyment of that pizza. So, um, you know, I just got engulfed in the Knicks because because uh, they were bad, and I like underdogs, and uh, so I started going to the Garden, and it was always a dream to have a season ticket, and if I was oh, going to have a cool. season ticket, I'm like going hey, next. Hey, you broke the Cubs, Jinx. We'll take the Knicks Jinx I, next. We're on our way. Right. On if our you way. have to choose a sport to watch the rest of your life. Soccer. It's, it's awesome. no question. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, do you have any American football, anything, or that's your least favorite? Uh, no, it's not my least favorite. I mean, I love the Browns, hardcore. The Browns, Only okay. team without a logo. Pretty cool. Well, this could um, be your year. Yeah, I keep saying they're, it. They're they, the Pretty good. Baker Mayfield had good. a chance to beat Casey in the playoffs yeah. last year. That was a, a real bummer. But so my, my I'm a Steeler uh, fan, so I just always, oh, no. Beckham Jr. I, always could, I always laugh at Cleveland, the Browns, because uh, you I, know how it's going to end every time. So we'll frustrating see. with Odell. Odell, I never wanted that trade. But, yeah, no. But uh, my best my, thing we ever did. My dad's aunt uh, lived in Berea, Ohio. So as a kid, we would go to Berea, and that's where the Browns would practice. Mm. And so as a kid, I, I got to go watch like. Oh, like, that's cool. So was I'd that see, like, those Kevin years? Mack and Ernest Biner, Biner okay. and oh, yeah, Webster yeah, Slaughter, that. Reggie <laughs> yeah, Langhorne, Bernie Kosar. Bernie Kosar's mom worked with my mom for a little bit. They were both nurses, oh, wow. and so we had wow. boxes of those Bernie bars, like the chocolate <laughs> and stuff, which is probably why I He's ate, still ate legendary. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. He's the legend. I'm rambling. This Shit. is so no, weird. I hate awesome. talking about myself. It's so awesome. <laughs> well, we're done. Ugh. There you go. Thank you. This was amazing. The way we end the show every week is one good thing or bad, one bad thing of the week. Neil, let's do it. Well, I'll stick with soccer. Go. I've been enjoying the Euros. So who's winning? That's my good thing. Well, They're uh, down to the a, final. There's... There, Where are you? There was crazy games yesterday. Are mm -hmm. they down to the final eight yet? Well, the big one is today. Who? Yeah, it's final 10. England, Germany. Yeah. England, Germany. Oh, that's today? What time? 12 noon east. Yeah, yeah, it's coming All up. right, well, I'll mm -hmm. let you guys get to work then. I mean, I, we should go to a bar and like be part of that whole thing. No where, shot. Where people are chanting and... No shot. Sing. Do you sing in the soccer? I, I, I never, I never, sometimes. I'm not a singer. Yeah, I, I, I like to sit back and watch those guys do that, you know? Because then it, they sing. Yeah, yeah, uh, and I'll get, get into that. it sometimes. But I, do, I'm yeah. so focused on the game, you know? You know, I'm like, I, yeah. and I like to sit up high so I could see plays develop and like, you know. All I know is every time I watch Germany, it's like a bunch of Nazis running around in my <laughs> head. Like, Schweinsteiger passes to Lenny, Especially Himmler has scored for Germany. No, It does, but it's It gives me the willies. Well, Dude, Germany the, plays beautiful football. They're like a machine. They're It's awesome, man. They're, they, and I had a joke about this. Like, it, there was Germany, who they, they beat Brazil like 7 nothing. Yeah, remember uh, a couple years ago? Like, yeah, yeah, and the announcer goes, and Germany is annihilating <laughs> Brazil. Well, I'm like, it's no, so no. Funny, you bring it up because when the, when the pandemic hit, it was the first sport that got up and running was 
the German soccer league. Of course. Right? So I'm like, right. I'm going to watch this. I had not watched yeah. the whatever. The Bundesliga. And sure enough, yeah, it was yeah. exactly Bundesliga, yeah. There's no crowd. Yeah. All you can hear is German. Yeah. And yeah. the players are like, okay, Lenny's definitely Skip not watching. So I, should tell, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I shouldn't tell Lenny that I can speak German then. I should no, tell yeah, we don't want to yeah. hear this. Damn it. You speak <laughs> German. You know languages too. So, yeah, I got to talk to my family. I'm going to shave four hours of my nightly sleep. That puts me at still at five. You need to get way more shit done. Mark gets way too much done. I know. It's, All right, uh, so you're enjoying soccer. That's it. That's it. That'll be Are you rooting thing. for anybody? Obviously. And I'm going to go see my family. We're going to actually do a family vacation. And and so that's good. I'm, oh, that's I'm super good. excited about actually being with my whole family. That's without cool. a, without family a vacation, mask. it's Neil's birthday coming up. Oh, it's, it's your birthday. It's the birthday. When's your birthday? No mask on July 4th. 4th okay. of July. Oh, no yeah, way. Yeah. Yeah. I'll never There's forget a big it. One. I, it's awful. Yeah. Uh, His but, mommy makes him a red, white, and blue cake. Yeah. Every time. Every time. Every time. Every time. Every time. Did she ever slip and put it in the wrong order? And no, do, like, she asked. White and red? She yeah. asked, what order do you want it in? <laughs> it's very good. <laughs> the only thing is, I get a little upset. Everyone's, it's become a bigger thing, the cake. And so, therefore, I get less of it. Like, right. everyone's right. eating too much of it. So, <laughs> that's the part that drives. So, I have to hide pre- pieces in the fridge. <laughs> you you, you got to do it like those baking shows where a lot of people don't know this. They actually have to make two of everything. That's what One's I, for I, the judges and then one's for you. That's what we should Get do. Get them to do that. That's what we yeah. should do. She makes butterscotch, marshmallow, brownies, oh, and this. And I have to hide for. shit all over the place. Yeah. Amazing. But no one knows I really hide them. But Mark, one good yes. thing or one bad thing of the week? Oh, good thing. Oh, wow. Um... I, you know what a good thing is my my um my kid is just it's good all the time man I, 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 I you know one good thing she comes home and I just uh, it's like you, you probably experience this it's just like a, a switch flips and all of a sudden she's talking to me like a thirty year old you know what I mean <laughs> yeah it's true and I'm like great you can start contributing to the mortgage <laughs> let's do this. Yeah, there are Does a lot of, do that? I was just saying there are a lot of full sentences now and a lot of long stories, right? Gina's right here. Yeah. <laughs> and it is like, you know, there was a sentence the other day, like eventually comma, you right. know, she said, eventually <laughs> you could come play over here, you know, uh, eventually like what? And where did she pick that up? Cause I my, have no my idea. kids doing the, you know, I mean, I like it. Not a lot, <laughs> but, I, but I do like it, but yeah. not a lot. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's I, I'm in the not a lot right now. Something in school, they say, um, don't hit your friends, just talk. And that's a thing she said. And then the other one, instead of safe travels, when people are leaving, she can't grasp it. So she just says travel. So every day when I'm going to go do comedy, she's like, okay, don't hit your friends, just talk. Travels. <laughs> like, and, what is that? And you get what you get. Yeah. You don't get upset. That's what she said. That's what my kid says too. <laughs> so like, so my wife got sucked into a meeting or, or she goes, Oh, I got to work late tonight. You can see the frustration. And my kid just walks up, you get what you get and you don't get upset. <laughs> like right to her face. And you know, my, we break out laughing. So it's like, all right, fine. I'll work till four in the morning. It's for you anyway. So it's oh, yeah. awesome. My so, good, so that's a good thing. Yeah, my good. good thing or bad thing of the week was the bad thing is it's, it's, Oh my God, what is it outside right now? 95 and with a dew point of like 3,000. I walked to the train. I got, I took a shower and walked to the train last night to go do a spot. I was sweating, dripping. When I got home, just dripping wet and I didn't break, you know, I wasn't doing anything. But happy 4th of July is the good thing. We're in 4th of July and I think a year ago to have three people in the house was no way, you know, doing this podcast. Nobody was outside. Neil could not experience his birthday. So, you know, I, I, well, I, that's this what is I was, so much better yeah, than I mean, are we done with the mask? We're not I, done. I, I, we're not quite done. 
everything, everything. We're gonna panic all the way through next winter to see what the levels are and what the Delta variant yeah, the, is. The but Delta for now, Ultra. the Delta <laughs> Ultra, the Ultra. I it's like they, it's like the subset of I cards, know. and you're like, oh, those are twenty dollars a pack. I don't want that. <laughs> this worries the yeah. Deltas. But they got these names like hurricanes now. But yeah. for right now, please, everybody enjoy the Fourth of July and have right. a great Fourth of July, Mark. Thank you so much for coming in. The website is MarkSaysHi.com. Twitter is at MarkSaysHi. Instagram is at MarkSaysHi. Mm-hmm. Um, is there anything else? What's the, man, what's the album name going to be? Uh, not sure. Well, I've got a bunch of them. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want to reveal that yet because it's usually some. Well, go to MarkSaysHi.com and check out all the stuff this guy does. I'm going it's to listen amazing. to the Mel Brooks interview just so you know. Absolutely. Oh, awesome. Do it. It's a all good right. one, man. Thank and you, we'll guys. See, this was a pleasure. This was awesome. Thanks for yeah. coming. Um, we'll see everybody next week. Wow. Four Corners Podcast was created, hosted, produced, and engineered by me, Lenny Marcus, executive producers Matt Kleinschmidt and Robert Kelly for the Laugh Button Podcast.